1: Friends it's Stephanie here also known as Giving Gal with episode number 83 of Giving Your Best Life friends oh, I feel like you've went on this journey of this house remodel with me and it seems to never end. And we take one step forward and one step back. But one thing I think I've repeatedly said is I have used gratitude to get me through this process and nothing more than the last couple of days. So we had to have a new air conditioner and furnace installed. And if you know anything about air conditioners is they cannot charge them until you consistently have, I think it's above like 70. And if you're in Indiana or maybe other places of the country, it literally went from like winter, I think we had 24 degrees last week, the week before, to like 80. And we have not had an air conditioning. And the last couple of days... The inside house temperature has been 84 and higher. And my office, which is upstairs over the garage, I swear has been in the 90s. I had a basket of all sorts. I'm so sad about this, friends. I mean, it's... (laughs) really broke my heart is I had got a gift basket from a silent auction, which that's a good gift you can give. Um, I love supporting silent auctions. I always do every year, Girls on the Run kind of pick a nonprofit where they have a great silent auction. And so that's a gift that you can give. Uh, and what I love about bidding on silent auctions is I tend to bid on things that maybe some of it I'll rekeep, but then I can re-gift it. So uh, for this one, I had one two baskets. One, both of them had a lot of coffee in it and my mom loves coffee. And so I made her a basket out of the coffee for Mother's Day. Anyways, that was just a side note on maybe a giving challenge is to find a silent auction that you like. But anyways, one of the baskets was Godiva, and it had all sorts of, like, a box of Godiva chocolates, like, a bag of Godiva chocolates, a Coffee cup full of individual Godiva chocolates, two big bars of Godiva chocolates. You get my point. Anyways, I went up there last night to get a piece, and it was all melted. I could have cried, I could have cried. But woe is me, first world problems, and so I just stuck it all in the freezer and figure it'll be fine. But anyways. It has been so hot in here, hot up in my office that, you know, it's one of those you can hardly focus or function because it's so hot. And two nights ago, I, I don't think my husband and I slept more than a couple hours. We just tossed and turned. I mean, we had the window open, we had the ceiling fan on, we had a fan on and it was still was so hot. And then yesterday, last night, we were just like, there's no way. So we slept in the basement and... In my head, I was kind of like, I can't believe how hot it is. And, you know, I can't believe the air conditioning company hasn't come and got this going. And then I just had to take a pause to say, Stephanie, just be grateful for all the things that you do have. Like I was focusing on the one thing that we didn't have, but also I was focusing on something that was going to be resolved literally in a couple of days. like It's not like we have to live like this forever, and that's where gratitude can come in, where you feel like something is major in your life. For me, it's sleeping in warm temperatures, but there's people in the United States, maybe you're even listening to this, that don't have air conditioning, but I always go back to my kids in Malawi. Like, they barely have a roof over their head let alone you know electricity and air conditioning so that was just a real live moment where i had to stop myself i was grateful that we had a basement and it was cool down there i was grateful we have a bed in the basement that we can sleep down that that's where one of our guest rooms is you know it's just like you can always find things to be grateful for if you look for them and choose to focus on what you have versus what you don't have. So that's just a a lesson in gratitude this week. What I wanted to talk about was, um, and this goes into gratitude, but it can also go into how you're living your life and your goals. And it's this word contentment. And I talk about this in the gratitude challenge around the more you practice gratitude and you're grateful for what you have right now, where you are in the moment is that is where you can be content in your life with the things you have and where you are at. So for instance, um, you know, just being content with, where we are with our home situation, being content with the car that you have, being content with the job you have, being content with your spouse, where you are in life. Maybe it's with education or maybe you wanna go back to school, whatever it is, like choosing today to be grateful and the more you practice gratitude, the more content you can be with just what you have instead of what you don't have. So that kind of goes into my, like the conversation that I started But also when you look at contentment is, I challenge, like on the other spectrum, it's such an interesting word because it can have various meanings, is also not being content with kind of the status quo. So I'll give you two examples, and this is why I'm talking about it today because I've really been thinking about this, is um, with this remodel you know, just I haven't been working out a lot. I've got off running, which I always enjoy doing. And so this race came up down in Georgia with um, Jesse Itzler. If you don't know him, I love Jesse. I'm a big fan. Uh, he's married to Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. And anyways, I've just had such a great opportunity to be a part of his community since I think like 2014, 2015. Anyways he's having a race at his home in Georgia It's 13.1 miles. Half of it is uphill, half of it is downhill on his driveway. You camp out the night before, like everything that makes me uncomfortable. One, I'm out of shape. Two, I really haven't ran since September. Three, I haven't camped since uh, Mike and I got married, which was like 19 years ago. It was a bad experience. We packed up in the middle of the night and left. And before that, I hadn't camped since I think high school cross-country camp. So not a big fan of camping, but I needed to get out of this rut of this remodel and putting everything off, my health included, and like getting back into shape. And so I signed up for this race. And because what I realized is I was becoming content with not really working out cardio wise. Um, I was becoming content with just not racing anymore, not having a big physical goal. I haven't done a big physical goal since 2020, March 2020. And I was like, just sign up for the race. You're gonna, you know, you're not gonna run the fastest. You may not complete it. There's a time on it, but it is really gonna stretch me and get me out of my comfort zone. And so I really challenge you One, if you have goals, to look at your goals and see if they're stretching you a bit. Or to look, if you don't have goals, to look at your life and say, Am I just being content, living day to day, and not kind of really living life, pouring out. What God has given me, you know, for me, it's this body that I still can run. There's a lot of people that would love to be running. Why am I not doing something that I actually love, even though I'm out of shape? So I want you to think about that. The other thing, too, is I think God, and I don't know, I would love people's feedback on this, is, you know, God calls us to areas where we are going to be stretched Um, and to not just sit in contentment and not the contentment that I was talking about with gratitude. And I'll give you an example with this remodel. I've really been thinking a lot because the number one question people always ask me is, Stephanie, didn't you just move and just do a whole house remodel? Like, why are you moving again? Why did you guys do this again? And it really was... Because we felt God calling us away from that home and for my husband to expand his business. And there's a lot of scary things that go into that um, and cost that go into that expansion. And honestly, we could have just, our plan, our plan was to stay at that house until he retired June, 2025. Um You know, and that's why we did that big update because we thought, oh, we're going to be here for about six years and then we'll figure out what we're doing. You know, so I said, we would figure out. And that was not the plan that God had for us. And But we could have just said, you know what? We know we're feeling called to leave here and I love that home. I love so much about that home. My husband could have just been content to stay and do what he was doing, you know, and not expanding. And that would be okay, because he has a full-time job. Like, there are all these reasons, except we took the leap of faith to be stretched, to have faith, to trust. And there are still things that I miss about that house, but the longer that we're here, the more I see why we are here and what we are doing here, and especially with my husband's business. And so... I just really challenge you. And you guys know, this hasn't been like, this wasn't like an easy thing to do that was like, oh yeah, you just pick up and move one day. I mean, this has been going on since October. It is tiring. I am so worn out. I am literally this morning, I had to, I got up and I read for an hour every day. And then it was again, moving things around, we had the air conditioning guy that got here a little after 7:30. We had a painter here today. They were installing some of the countertops but not all the countertops. We had a groundhog that dug out the whole back of our barn and so we had them coming to repair and pour rocks. Like I, that was my morning of trying to like just coordinate everything, move things around, get things picked up. Oh, and we had a delivery of a furniture, a piece of furniture. So we had to clear out the room where the furniture was going. Like that is just one morning, a couple of hours in a morning and compound that since really October that we've been doing that for. So these things often when we get called outside of our comfort zone and out of that, where we are just content in life, they're not going to be easy. They're hard, they're challenging, but we also see the rewards every day. Um, You know, I loved it that I was here today and my husband texts me, you know, like, send me pictures. What do the countertops look like? And so it is cool when you do have this dream and vision, and then you start accomplishing it and know you kind of get those little nods that you're on the right path and you're doing what God called you to do, even though it isn't easy. So friends, that's what the message I have for you today. If you have topics, I know I've said this in the past. We've coupled on it or we've talked about a couple of those. If you have a topic you want me to cover or question, feel free to message me on social media or send me an email at Stephanie at givinggal.com. And just remember contentment in what you have, but then not having contentment with where you are in life as it relates to your goals and what God's calling you to do is just another way that you can get to giving your best life.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books, and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.